do some intro music here at some point. Welcome to the Seattle Atlanta Soccer Show, episode duo, covering the beautiful game from East Coast to the West Coast and all coasts in between. Bless your heart. Let's talk soccer, beer, and hot soccer topics of the week. There'd be some music there too. At some point, we'll become real podcast. So let's start this off with a new segment that hopefully will become a repeating segment. Marcel, what are you drinking? I am drinking Rubens, Rubens Summer, uh, summer IPA. Uh, oh, Rubens is a local s- Seattle uh, brewery so much. that is so delicious and so it's good. so good. <laughs> the one time I went to Rubens, it was literally like, here is a beer that you patently don't like. And I was like, I don't like that beer. And they said, try it. And then I was like, damn it. <laughs> it's so it good. Was all, it was all good. <laughs> uh, I am drinking some cheap ass white wine because we are moving house and <laughs> I need to get rid of the bottles that we've had on display for. <laughs> so yeah. if you keep drinking, that means you could probably get rid of a few boxes of wine. Oh no, we don't buy by the box unless it's Aldi. <laughs> um, so moving right along. Um, so uh, we kind of got a little bit well, we got more information on the MLS's back uh, tournament. It's back. It's back, uh, finally. Um, and Don Garber, uh, the Don, uh, <laughs> kind of gave us a little bit of a plan on whether they want to do the regular season. It's going to continue after the tournament, although some tournament games, at least in the group stages, are going to count towards league play. And it will definitely be over before the end of the year. So it sounds like we're going back to like a late November MLS Cup. I think we're going to have another December Cup. Luckily, he did, what, three years ago yeah. now? Two years ago? Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember when uh, Atlanta won, I was wearing my, I have a, uh, a light up uh, beanie, like snow cap <laughs> that has lights in it and stuff. So it would be nice. I didn't get to wear it at all last year because it was hot as bowls, even going up to MLS Cup. Uh, yeah, I not, mean, uh, well, I mean, like, was it, uh, now three years ago when I were, um, Seattle played uh, Toronto in Toronto, and that night before the game, it actually snowed. Yeah, and they were trying to defrost the field before the game started. Yeah, uh, soccer in Canada is, uh, is no a whole no. other ball. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think my, my the thing my biggest. Um, I guess concern or take would be is that with the shortened season now starting from what August to December. Oh, I don't even think the tournament's over till middle of August at least, right? Right. Okay. So, sorry, late August to December. I mean, are they planning to play just half the games and are they planning to play? The number I heard tossed around and I can't track it back down, so I'm not sure, but it was nine games total. Um, you'd have n- nine league games and then the playoffs. Okay. Um, so that would probably be either five home games or four and four away or four away and five at home. Um, who yeah. knows if they'll have fans for any of those games. Well, I think that'll be a per state, right? And I, I'm hoping that MLS will come out and say that, you know, no fans at all for any of these uh, games, but yeah, I mean, that would be MLS taking a stand. And when's the last time MLS took a stand? Well, said, that's, that's my hope. Now, I, I don't think Don will do anything about it, but I think if hope. baseball doesn't play and if the NBA plays their entire season, I, I don't think MLS is going to be the one to be like, no, we're going to have full <laughs> stadium games. I don't see them 
being that flag bearer? I hope not. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, it really all, all depends on the um, MLB, but even the NFL, because by then they'll be playing. True, yeah. Now, mm, I could see the NFL choosing that hill to die on. And oh, if, I think they will because of the money. I mean, that's oh, where they 100%. make all their money. Well, 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 besides TV rights, but NFL makes a lot of their money from TV. MLS makes almost, not almost all, but most of their money comes from the in game experience. Um, true but uh hmm. but i mean but the stadiums i mean they have to be large and crowded or it's not worth it for the owners to even open that up yeah and i think the other thing too you're looking at is yes most of your money comes from the game day experience but how much of that money is worth possibly you know a really bad uh you know news cycle and getting sued you know (laughs) Well, I, I think that we have some events coming up soon, not to um, get political on this podcast, uh, that may help us determine if large crowds can, can have a negative outcome. Yeah, no team wants to be known as the typhoid Mary of exactly. <laughs> coronavirus. <laughs> well, anyways, um, I'm curious uh, if you've heard anything from the Seattle camp. Um, Atlanta, the Atlanta front office um, has said that any game that doesn't get played, um, they're going to automatically credit those games next season um and um they're also have said they're not going to increase any pricing across the board um this is basically the front office is basically just approaching this season as the season that never was yeah so the sounders um i'll i'm trying to remember what what the document says i should have pulled up but the email said roughly that uh if there are if there are any games played um then that will be d- deducted from the current credit that we have for this season. But if we also choose not to even go to any of the games, we can move that credit over to next year. Oh, that's nice. I haven't seen that kind of verbiage specifically out of the Atlanta front row, but who knows? Um, so yeah. let's, uh, let's get away from dark and jury and talk about yeah. uh, the tournament itself because it's back. It's so back. back. I, I cannot wait for this world cup style where oh, I'm yeah. watching games every day it's a hundred percent a world cup style. like if they just called this the mls world cup it would be um a gr- they would probably get sued by fifa and it would be an egregious uh plug but it's basically a world cup format 54 matches 26 teams six groups one champion and the yeah, winner and- gets a spot in the uh 2021 Concacaf champions league which is interesting because That's, this is the first uh- time ever a Canadian team could get a CCL slot from MLS league play or play. Yeah. And I, 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 that'll be interesting if two, well, assuming two Canadian teams get in to the CCL. I've never understood the whole, like uh, Canadian teams can't get open cup, I guess, because it's technically a domestic tournament. Is that what it is? Correct. Yes. So there can only be one. I don't understand why an MLS t- uh, an MLS, a Canadian MLS team couldn't get a CCL spot from MLS play. That that seems goofy to me. I mean, yeah, it's they've something got... about the size, and I, I I'm just guessing here, but I thought it was about like the, the size, and there's only like four teams or three teams. Yeah, so they just need to. I don't know. Uh, but then the question brings up though: Will the CPL end up grabbing a spot eventually? Okay, see, now, if that's the conversation, I think that's an interesting conversation. But I think you then you approach the Canadian Championship just like you approach Open Cup, you know? So, basically, yeah. 
you get there's a spot for your domestic tournament. So for US, it'd be Open Cup. For Canada, mm-hmm. it would be the Canadian Cup. I don't know what they call it. <laughs> Canadian uh, Open Cup. Yeah. And then you would just have MLS League play. And whoever is from MLS just comes from MLS. I think yeah, that, but, but right now, though, I mean, we have all these different, well, hmm. Because it's the top of our divisions also get that spot. Well, so that that would have yes. to change. So yeah, then you change. So what? MLS has three spots that they allocate. Four. Four spots. So they'd be top of the east, top of the west, and uh, yeah, and then MLS um, Cup. MLS Cup. Well, no, because MLS Cup would be top of one of those divisions, so it's two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it's two for the division. One, one for the cup. One for open. Well, if you win your division, you're going to be in the cup, and then one of those division winners has to win. Oh, sorry. Is it first seed then? So here's how you fix it. Hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna tell you how you fix it. I can brain fart. Yeah, go for it. Canadian Open Cup, you get one spot. ML or uh, Lamar Hunt Open Cup, you get one spot. Top two divisions get a spot. That's it. And if MLS has three spots to allocate, whoever gets the shield also gets it. I could go with that. So if you make it to MLS Cup, congratulations, you're gonna be in CCL next year. Yeah, and though but last yeah, but last year yeah, I mean, but last year was weird because the Sounders like had a chance to get it and not to get it, and then they got it. And... Well, last year they're rolling over from the year before because I feel like it's just needlessly complicated. Yeah. Uh, so, well, anyways, and, and with this, I, and with this year happening, I mean, breaking everything. Oh, yeah. Speaking of making things more complicated than it needs to be, welcome yeah. to the plague. Yeah. So basically, uh, we're gonna get soccer. Uh, at like 9.30 in the morning till about 5 or 6 o'clock in the afternoon. Or, you know, 6.30 in the morning for the specific oh, Eastern or, or, yeah, Pacific Listen, time If you zones. didn't want to get up early, you shouldn't have moved to the West Coast. That's. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, it is great for college football, <laughs> but this early morning soccer stuff is a little bit difficult for me. Hey, hey, listen, I have to get up early to watch the Premier League. <laughs> yeah, it's like 4 a.m. for me. Uh, yeah, it's just bedtime. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty intense. Uh, do you have anything else you wanted to add, to add about the MLS's back? I'm interested to see how the so the five subs uh, roll. I think that because there are only certain times they can actually do those subs, right? Yes, it's halftime if there is an injury or. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyways, I know that the um, EPL is kind of doing that right now. Yep, uh, the Bundesliga kind of started it. I think in Orlando in summer, <laughs> everybody is going to be really happy about that five subs. And I would be... Oh, yeah. And they're going to have heat breaks and water breaks and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the only difference is that fifth sub has to come in a like kind of a natural break in the game. Yeah. You can't just throw them up on the line kind of thing. All right. Well, it'll be, um, I'll, I'll, just, I'll be interested to see how the, the managers handle that. Yeah. Speaking of subs, <laughs> uh, Harry Ship retired. He did. Yeah, um, you know, Harry Ship was uh, homegrown for Chicago, and then he's been with the uh, Sounders uh, for a few years now. And it's sad to see him go. It really is. He was always a player, a player that we could um, count on. If he had to come in for midfield, if Nico was out or if somebody else was, was um, out, there was always some, there was always Harry there to come in and step in and even score goals quite a few times. He would come in and just score for us. But you know, I hate to see him go. But I, I'm you know, I wish him the best of uh, luck. He's going to go his um MBA. And yeah, I, I'm just really going to miss yelling "Holy ship!" every time he scored. <laughs> yeah, um, there's some players that just their name lends very well to chants and nicknames. It does. Well, like Nuhu is Choo Choo. Like we've got, we, we yeah. 
We yeah. have had a, quite a few yeah. chance. Yeah. yeah, so he, he's been a staple for uh, a long while. I don't know. Parky was only Parkhurst was only in Atlanta for three years, but I feel like he was, you know, kind of integral. And when he retired, it definitely, you know, the fan base felt it a little bit. Well, they lost that, that leadership on the back line. Yeah, um, and uh, we still got Lorenowitz, Big Red, but you know, Parkhurst was more of a calming <laughs> factor. Whereas I feel like Lorenowitz is like, oh, oh shit, Dad's about to whip me. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, speaking um, of big red is uh he may break chad marshall's uh record right he would have this year if well, this yeah. had been a regular year he would have beaten it by now actually so do likely. the tournaments count towards that number i, I think it, we are talking of the ever hated word in sports the asterisk exactly i don't know if you've seen anything but big red has been just ripping the ownership uh i did that no yeah, he is um, one of the leaders in the Players Association, and he awesome. is uh, not been uh, he has not been shy about sharing his opinion on how the owners handled this whole MLS's back tournament. As much as us, the fans, are excited to see it, um, right. it was a bit of a struggle, <laughs> and there's definitely some bad blood from the Players Association. Yeah, um, even though so they were ratified the CBA, it's going to be interesting the next like next year. Yeah, I part of me wonders if it's going to impact the amount of, you know, how ready players are to come to MLS. But then the other mm-hmm. factor I think of is if there's money to be had and there's a lot of money to be had in MLS, yes, people are going to be less concerned about how the collective bargaining rights happened. Yeah, it's, it'll change the landscape and it'll be interesting to see going forward. Yeah, I think we're definitely seeing a changing of the guard. Um, The older MLS guys, a lot of older American MLS players are moving on. And I think you're definitely seeing an increase in um, South American Hmm. talent. Even some European. And even, yeah, I was about to say, even European. We've got a lot of young Scots and Irish and Mm -hmm. um, English players on Atlanta United. Yeah, um, walks came back from winning the checker trade trophy with Portsmouth last year. Mm-hmm. Um, we got. Hey, uh, I was there for that game. Oh yeah, you were. I, I watched on the <laughs> Sunderland till I die. We got uh, uh, the guys whose name I can't think of that we got from uh, Rangers earlier this year. There's a lot of, um, and you know, Atlanta United just penned a big deal with Aberdeen earlier this year with the mm-hmm. Scottish Premier right. League. Um, we've got a player playing over there right now. Um, we're kind of we're kind of using Aberdeen as almost a farm team for. <laughs> they're better than USL, but they're not quite good enough for the first team yet. Well, your GM has that nice relationship with the English league. Yeah, it helps when you've got um, the GM for Hotspurs that um, penned the Gareth Bale deal. He's got a little bit of weight to throw around. Yeah, that helps just a little bit. I mean, so, uh, like last year we had Brad Smith, you know, our left mm-hmm. back who was from Bournemouth. Yep. I, I, I think you'll see a lot more. It's not that we're a farm system almost, but we almost are for the higher league. Well, the, I, read, uh, I read something. Um, it was, it might have been The Guardian, but it was an interview with Anton Walks. And he was saying, you know, MLS is about on par with the championship mm-hmm. um, where – he was saying these kids that are 22, 23, 24, who are just getting loaned out to, you know, 
uh, League One and League Two. Yep. They're not, you know, if they're if you're gonna go play for, you know, Brumbley United, or you can come and play for Houston Dynamo. You know, one of those you're going to be playing in front of, you know, three or 4,000 super fanatic fans, you know, yeah. or you can come play for Matias Almeida and play exactly. in LAFC in front of, you know, 35, 40,000 fans. You know, one of those is going to get you ready for the Premier League and one of those is going to keep yep. you in England. And MLS is known to be a lot more physical. Oh, yeah. No, we will beat the hell out of you. Exactly. So that, that will toughen them up. Yeah. Have you seen our back line over the last couple of years? Have you seen the red cards? We will take a yellow card and then pick you up off the ground. Yep. So that kind of segues into the next thing I kind of want to talk about. Um, I know we're running a little short on time, but I saw this and I thought this is the most American. Uh, (laughs) The Premier League is discussing walk-on music for subs because they don't have a crowd. What do you do instead of that? Oh, walk on music and i felt a little i'm not gonna lie i felt a little attacked i was like that's our thing well it's the it's the the mlb thing oh yeah no it's the rock you like a hurricane Mm -hmm. when the left-handed pitcher runs from the outfield like that's that's our shtick england we invented that and mls adopted it i uh, we should 100 percent do this for the orlando tournament Uh, even if it's just for the orlando tournament oh no i I would love to see it there because apparently there's rumored to be like mike and or like mike's on the coaches possibly with some interviews like all these new experiences that they want to push to us yeah um bring this along with it it could be somebody with a boom box on the sideline i don't care no we got better we have a pa system just pumping it over the pa system like it's um like all the crowd noise they're gonna do yeah like you know just totally steal from um mlb and just how does mlb do their thing boom that's how we do their thing yeah i mean i'm all for it if they can get the copyrights for the music and everything yeah do it uh, I'm just looking up, uh, just for curiosity's sake, purely uh, famous bands from the Netherlands. We could get uh, Tiesto, the the DJ. Uh, apparently, Eddie Van Halen is some kind of Dutch or something. He's listed oh. as the number one most famous band from the Netherlands. I don't know if Eddie Van Halen is. Well, how, well, like, what if you just get Pitbull? You know, isn't he in the uh, Miami area? Oh, hundred percent. Like, yeah, that's bring a, him oh, up, dude. Instead of walk-on music, just live DJ sets. Exactly. Just get Tiesto on the sidelines anytime uh, <laughs> there's a break for Atlanta United. <laughs> or, or, or anytime there, there's a break, every team has their own DJ. That's what I'm saying. Do it like a... Um, like a rap I mean, battle almost? Well, mm, well uh, not quite yeah, a rap battle. I mean, the Hawks have a DJ. Like every time there's a break at the Hawks game. There is that. Yeah. He's really good, actually. Yeah. He, uh, he's very good at pumping up the crowd. Um, mm-hmm. He could pump up the players because obviously <laughs> there won't be a crowd. But um, So... Who uh who on the Sounders, uh, or let's throw, let's let's Ooh. spend it. What kind of what what super sub do you think across the league would have the best walk on music? Oh, super subs. Well, back in the day, uh, which is, wasn't that long ago, Clint Dempsey, you know, had his own rap album. Oh no, Clint Dempsey would have been epic. Uh, I it, was it Clint Dempsey <laughs> or uh, the Ginger Wonder. But I mean, yeah, but Clint's no longer here, right? Or um were the sounders let me think on that one wow that would be like harry's gone i tell um, you who i want to hear who's that wando <laughs> wando would have just some throwback it'd be something crazy 
Well, or Wando would be the one song where it's nothing but, you know, but everybody scores, 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 right? Yeah, I mean, like, I could see Wando walking onto, like, some, like, old 90s grunge <laughs> or something and just, <laughs> just being, like, everybody else is walking into, like, super modern music and he's just playing something from the 90s and all the dads are rocking out in the stands. Yeah, um, I would say for the Sounders, it would have to be New Who. I mean, so yeah, that was gonna be. So you think New Who would have the best walk-on music? Yeah, be like some like Afro tech, like uh, he uh, a French New It would be it would be like a French, like maybe a like French, Daft Punk kind of, uh, like some club, like some. Yeah, house. I was thinking something like a Daft Punk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think who would be because really he'd good. probably dance coming on too. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Who would be the best from Atlanta? I want to say Martinez because I feel like Martinez would have a dance, but then why would you sub on Martinez? So, well, I would have said last year Carlton, but he's he's not there anymore, right? Oh God, Carlton would be like corn or exactly. like exactly. It would have been awesome, insane clown posse or some <laughs> trash. No, you know what it would be? I take all of that back. It would be like Pod or you know like some oh, Christian God. rock. It'd be Christ rock. Or Breck Shea. I mean, they would. Oh, yeah. Brecky would have been a legendary. Brecky would have been hilarious. Oh, um, I think for Atlanta this season, if I'm thinking like, because you know, one of the, one of the criteria is they have to be a sub. Um, <laughs> that's the that's the hard part. Right? And I think a lot of our our, our uh, primary players uh, aren't really going to be subs. Um, I'm gonna say one of the Brazilian guys. Uh, I think Aceto might have something. Um, or that or Lorenowitz. I think Lorenowitz. I think have. Big Red would. I don't know. I could almost see him come out to like a weird country tune or something. I could see that, or I could see like us go like full Chipper Jones, like the stadium goes dark, dun, <laughs> dun, 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 and like the lights start flashing as he runs on. Yeah, as he runs onto the pitch, like I could see Mercedes Benz really leaning onto that and just going full on, like. Our soccer on Reddit would just mock us constantly, but all of them would be secretly jealous that. Oh yeah, I would. I would, I would love it. Look at these Americans! Look at these Americans with their PA systems, fake fans, and then but seriously, they'd be like, I wish we could have some rock music. <laughs> I'm not doing an accent, but that was perfect. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So I think I don't know. I think it'd be fun. There's not a whole lot of news with uh, MLS being on hiatus for longer than the uh, <laughs> preseason. Unfortunately, no. Um, I'm hoping next week we get the actual schedules. We can talk about the games. Oh, yeah. Once we get the actual schedules, we can go hot takes galore. Um, yeah. A lot of hot takes. Oh, nothing but hot takes. Are you kidding me? It's the Seattle Atlanta soccer show. All we have are hot takes. <laughs> I mean, we, yeah. I mean, here we have the invention of soccer and then somebody who thinks they made it better. Uh, I believe the word you're looking for is perfected. The beautiful oh. game. Um, so yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's about it for episode two. Uh, hopefully yeah. by episode three, I'll get off my ass and uh, come up with some some music. Um, but until then, short and sweet, man. I appreciate it. All right. See you next time. Have a good one.